0: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. He was a U.S. representative for a long time. He's from Houston, Texas, the Houston area. Good friend of mine for a long time as well, Judge Ted Poe. Ted, how are you? Good to see you. Doing excellent. Thank you, Joe. You are doing excellent. I agree with you. Man, there's so much going on, and we haven't spoken in a while. Let me start with the House of Representatives where you were, and you represented uh, that part of Texas so well, and you showed a love for America so well for so long. Uh, And I want to start with the Republican side, then maybe we'll go to the Democrat side if we have a minute. But the Republican side, the heir apparent is this guy, Kevin McCarthy, who I've interviewed. I find him to be more of a moderate guy, not really the sort of backbone guy that you'd get in a Ted Poe. And he doesn't have enough votes to be the Speaker of the House. He doesn't have 218. You've got Andy Biggs, who's from Arizona, who does have more of a backbone. And I'd like to see him or maybe Matt Gates, or Jim Jordan or somebody else vie for that position. Maybe Chip Roy, who I think does a great job from Texas. What are your thoughts about what's happening in the House? Is this going to harm the Republicans that there's a fight about who the speaker is going to be or not?
1: No, it's not. And I think the, the contest, the disagreement is good because it needs to be publicized as to what really is taking place in the re- Republican conference. Uh, McCarthy, at the end of the day, probably will end up being uh, the speaker of the House. He may even do as has done. Uh, Republicans have done in the past, go to the Democrats to make sure that the uh, speaker becomes uh, McCarthy. For example, uh, here and most of the Republicans are going to support it. Here's the reason: because all of the newbies for the last several cycles have gotten support from the Republican conference, and McCarthy is the person that raises the money and determines how that money's going to be spent in primaries. And when those Republicans get elected, they're beholden to McCarthy when they get in the House of Representatives. But, but, but let me
0: ask you this. I, I, I take your point very, very well. But didn't he also just screw up the midterms? How did we lose those two border town uh, you know, districts? And we had a lot of these Republicans that were expected to win easily, but because there was a MAGA sort of feeling to them, maybe they didn't win as easily as they could. I mean, Lauren Boebert almost lost in Colorado, which makes no sense. Isn't that on his shoulders too?
1: It is. Both of those are. I'm just telling you at the end of the day, that is the reason most Republicans will will vote for him, because he gave them financial support over the the last several cycles. But uh, the Republican conference made decisions in primaries and got involved in primaries. That's none of the Republican conference's business who gets elected in South Texas or any place else in a primary that the people of the state of that community decide who should be their representative, not Washington. Uh, elites who are in the Republican Party and the Democratic Party as well. Uh, and we found several, you know, what I call strong conservatives. They, they lost uh, in the primary and that some of them also lost in the general election. So uh, it can turn out e- either way. But I think at the end of the day, McCarthy is going to uh, he determines who the P- Republican Conference supports in primaries, yeah. and they're usually a moderate as opposed to to, as we would call, a MAGA Republican or strong conservative Republican.
0: Ted, is this fight good in that it will make him get more of a backbone? I don't know if you saw this stupid uh, commitment to America thing that he put out a few months ago. It sucks. It's nothing like what, what Newt Gingrich did back with the uh, the contract with America. It had no teeth. It was very generic, very general. Didn't say, we're going to impeach Mayorkas. We're going to impeach Garland. We're going to impeach uh, Biden. We're going to force them to, to get new oil exploration. We're going to stop the 87,000 new tax guys you know from being uh, hired through, through American Taxpayer dollars will this force him to be less of a moderate and more of a maybe Freedom Caucus guy?
1: I certainly hope so. Uh, that ten point plan—I don't know that there's any American who can name any of those ten points. Yeah, I don't even know came, what it is. Yeah, it was too much fluff. It didn't have any substance, and that's the problem. The Republicans have always been. And I—I I, I was in Congress, and I saw that—that that when I was in Congress, they're always against things. But they're never for anything. They don't tell the American public, here's what we're going to do if we are in office. These are the conservative points that we are going to press when we take control. And whether it's to increase drilling or whatever the thing is, most of the Republicans seem to be just against what's going on with Democrats. Well, the public says, well, okay, the Democrats are bad. They're they're evil people. But what do you have to offer? And I think that's part of the problem uh, in the election. Why? Republicans didn't have a red wave in, uh, uh in Congress. And far as the red wave goes, the reason we didn't have it, it goes to the Republican leadership. They are the buck stops with them. That's why I personally think we need new leadership, both in the House and in the Senate as well. Well, Mitch
0: McConnell, uh, he went after Kelly Chewbacca in Alaska to keep Murkowski, a very moderate Republican in Alaska. He didn't show any support whatsoever for Blake Masters in Arizona. Mark Kelly, I think, had 10 times the amount of money spent on him. You barely got a win out of Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. You had a radical lefty who almost won with $100 million dumped there. I mean, they're picking and choosing who they want to win. And Ted, don't tell anybody I said this, but I really think Mitch McConnell did everything he could to stop anybody who was a so-called MAGA. A Republican from winning, even if, well, it meant, even if it meant a Democrat would
1: win. Well, the evidence shows that and McConnell, that's my opinion. He wanted people, he supported people who would be beholden to him. He didn't want an independent thinker or a conservative independent thinker like those people that you just mentioned yeah. uh, that lost. And, and I would like to say this, when people want to contribute to uh conservative movement, don't give to organizations, don't give to the Republican party. Give to individuals, individuals don't go through some red tape bureaucracy like the Republican Party or the uh, congressional uh, Republican caucus to try to elect people. Give to individuals only. Yeah,
0: but, but the problem is, you can only give a certain amount of money to individuals. Then these PACs can collect all the money they want. It is so completely unfair. It doesn't make sense. I saw somebody gave a number 10 at $200 to one or something is what McConnell had the ability to spend compared to the individual voter, which didn't make any sense because, as you said, why would he ever go with anybody who's not going to just kiss up to him? That's exactly what he wants. We do need new leadership. We, look, I don't like anything Nancy Pelosi did. Nancy Pelosi was a horrible person when it came to legislation and her vision for America, but man, she got it done. She got it done. Whatever she wanted to get done, she got done. I need McCarthy or Biggs or Poe or anybody who's going to be the Speaker of the House to say, I'm going to get it done, and I'll smile and have a martini with you later, but I'm not going to kiss your rear end just to get along. Nancy Pelosi didn't want to get along. Anything she wanted done with a slim majority, she got done.
1: That's right. Leadership. Leadership means you got to move forward, not just make soundbites that sound good and not just be against something. you got to be for something, and yep. we need somebody that's a hard charger that will move those conservative principles in the House of Representatives. We do have the majority. Let's use the majority and pass legislation and do things that are important and start out with investigating the president's corruption in Iran- uh, Ukraine.
0: Absolutely. It's uh, uh, former U.S. Representative Ted Poe, Judge Ted Poe, great guy Ted Poe. Laughed at me for being sick before we started today, Ted Poe. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's been a good been a good friend a long time. All right, uh, Hakeem Jeffries. I know that you were in the house with him. I don't know how well you know him. I don't really care about his personality. Uh, he's a Democrat from New York. He's an election denier. He he called it Russia collusion. He said that Trump was illegitimate the entire time Trump was in the presidency. The things that he comes up with are radical. They're far left, and I wonder. You go from to somebody like Nancy Pelosi, who is radical and far left, although she. Coats it better to a guy who is just out there. That's it. I'm radical and far left. I don't like the way the country is and I want it to change. And now that he's the minority leader in the house, he's going to do all he can to make that change. Is that somehow good for conservatism to see somebody so completely wildly out to the left field, um, take, take a leadership position. Does that help us?
1: I don't know that it helps us, uh, but it does show more of a contrast between Democrats and Republicans or, uh, the, the two parties because he is, he is for everything that is against uh, the American public. Yes. What's best for America. He's against all of that. He's for, you know, he's a socialist. Uh, in my opinion, he's a Marxist. He, he's, and he says it, he doesn't mind saying it. He's like one of, like president Obama said, we need a massive change uh, in the United States. He's, he moves that direction, but he says it and he believes that as well. So we do have a contrast and I hope that, uh, uh, we are able to, when we get the majority, we understand that the they are against America. They are against everything that's good and right about what we believe in, like the Constitution. He's their leader, and he couldn't be a better advocate for the far-left progressive agenda that the squad supports than himself. And that's who they want. That's who the Democrats want. And the Democrats now, they, they used to have what was called blue dog Democrats, more moderate. Those Democrats don't exist anymore. They've all moved to the progressive end of the party.
0: Well, I'm with you or they moved to, re- to being a Republican, to be honest, that's true. J- just a few of his uh, old tweets, from 2018 is the North Carolina congressional seat the only one stolen by rogue republican operatives we may need a comprehensive criminal investigation to figure out the uh, uh, to figure out clean up uh, uh, clean up corruption the next one is lie more than any administration in the history of the republic cheat 2016 elect- election russian interference steal one or two supreme court seats when will republicans put country ahead of party clean up corruption he said then he said, the more we learn about 2016 election, the more illegitimate it becomes. America deserves to know whether we have a fake president in the Oval Office. Ted, if you or I say, hey, man, I wonder if that 2020 election was fair. We're, we're done. We're canceled. We're thrown out of, uh, of any sort of a public square. You can't possibly say it. you should be thrown in jail um, if you say something like that. It's hate speech. It's violence. This guy is now the leader of the Democrats in the House
1: what that's right and, you know he's just picking up where uh, hillary clinton left off about the 2016 election and but it's different different rules for the democrats you know the democrats have no uh reason not to tell i mean no no reason to tell the truth they will tell the lie when it suits them better and that's exactly what he's doing you know it's the 2016 election oh that was terrible that was terrible the 2020 election oh that was good that was, good, it, was, was it was perfect Ted. Yeah, it was, <laughs> 2020 was perfect 2020 was perfect But to uh, uh, achieve their agenda, Joe, telling the truth is not a requirement to achieve their agenda. They'll lie if it helps their agenda. And that's what they're doing. And they want to cancel anybody who doesn't agree with them. And that's what's disturbing. They want to cancel people that don't agree with their lies or whatever the government says and, and prevents free speech. So he wants to intimidate. And some people succumb to that. The Democrat intimidation, fear mongering hate of America. That appeals to some people yeah. and it keeps some Republicans quiet. And that's why and we need shouldn't. strong leadership that's going to fight back yeah. with that rhetoric.
0: It should make us a lot louder. That's for sure. It's uh, at judge Ted Poe over on Twitter. It's a uh, former U S representative Ted Poe. Great guy. We love having Ted Poe on at least once a month. Let's talk about the, 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 the explosion of freedom that's being attempted around the globe in Iran. A young woman didn't have her hair completely covered by her hijab was pulled out of her car, beaten, taken to the hospital where she died. Um, that started an uprising in Iran that we've seen before. We saw this under Obama where he said, I'm not going to meddle in the uh, in the affairs of the Islamic Republic of Iran as they're killing people in the streets there. We could have at least morally supported them and vocally supported them and let Iran know you better not be killing your people in the streets. He didn't have the wherewithal to do that. We're seeing it again now where young people are taking their hijabs off. They're saying, we don't want the morality police pulling people over and killing us on the side of the road. We just want a semblance of freedom in this country. Do they have a chance Ted.
1: I think they do have a chance because the uh, uprising, the protests are nationwide. It covers about 200 cities, uh, even though 600 uh, people have been murdered by the government. Most of those young people, uh, many of them women, and I will say this, the women are leading the protest in that country for freedom. And God bless them for doing that. And there's been 30,000 of those protesters, primarily young people, who have been put in jail. And uh of course they're gonna the government's gonna continue to do that. And people are fighting back with words and with rhetoric that they can protest. Uh and I think we're gonna see more and more of that that occurs. What they need from us, and they don't want us to get militarily involved in their country. You know, it's their country, they want to take it back. Right. But what they need for us as a country to say we support the freedom fighters the daughters of democracy, the sons of liberty that are fighting for, for freedom in uh, Iran and have been doing so. But now this is the 75th day of this current nationwide protest. That's what they need from us. But what is our government doing? We're missing in action for us even supporting freedom uh, in, I don't in think Biden country. said
0: anything. Has he said anything? No. And, and when no. you ask, when you ask Karine Jean Pierre, the press secretary, she's got nothing to say either. We 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 support uh, uh, peaceful protests. That's all we're hearing about that, and all all we're hearing about China. In China, there's an uprising where. Apple literally shut down the ability for them to share videos from what's happening there. Um, but we know there's an uprising as they're building tent cities to go quarantine more people. The people of China are saying enough is enough. You've got a city in Shanghai of 25 million people, Ted. To- that they locked into their apartments or homes where many of them died of starvation inside their homes. I mean, at some point,
1: apartment complex complexes burned down because the doors locked wouldn't let the the people get out. And 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 a child
0: as young as three years old died in that fire. So, so here we've got a situation again, at least look, forget about freedom and Liberty and our constitution. We can't force that on them. I get that. But as humanitarians, as human beings, shouldn't we say something as the leader of the world?
1: Oh, absolutely. We're supposed to be the beacon of freedom. We can ought to be able to say it, and especially places like China and its countrywide widespread in China. And there being, of course, the government putting down with force and violence anybody that protests and the government controls everything. Something maybe the Americans need to pay attention to that taking place in the United States where you have the government controlling speech what can be said and what can't be said. And basically, it's the Marxist rule. You can't say anything opposing the current government, Marxism.
0: I, I, I think, Ted, I, let me say this, because you know more than this uh, about this than I do, and I've only got about a minute left. It's Ted Poe. Um, but let me, let me bend your ear on this. I agree with you with Iran. If we show moral support, I think there could be an uprising through the military that could overthrow the Ayatollahs. I think that could happen there. But there's, it's a very different world in China. What can we do to help affect change in China? We should say something. We should outwardly and vocally and morally support them. But what can the people there literally do? Because we know by history, China will kill 100 million people and not think twice.
1: Well, we got, one thing we ought to quit doing is selling our technology to the yes. Chinese government. And we ought to quit doing business with China when they use slave labor to make products that are bought in the United States. And we ought to make countries and our companies in the United States not do business in China Yes, because of that. We we can go after them economically, but we at least ought to verbally support them rather than not say anything. When we have the opportunity, when Biden has the opportunity to meet with their government, he doesn't say anything about it. I mean, it's appalling. And so I commend the people of China and, you know, they can't, they can't say anything even in a poster. Right. So they hold up, they hold up pieces of white paper, uh, to tell everybody they're protesting against the government. And I admire them, I admire them for doing that because they, they're doing it at their own peril.
0: And this, this guy, Kirby, this alleged Secretary of State, um, he, he's asked about this the other day. Uh, how, how do you feel about, how does the president feel about people saying they want freedom in China? Well, the president's been consistent. He's for protest. He's for nonviolent protest. Wouldn't even say we want them to be free. And Ted, that's lame. It makes us look just horrible. And this is why bad actors, I believe, are rising up. I'm out of time. Ted, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the, the knowledge. Um, we didn't even get to Ukraine or the border, and there's a lot to talk about there. We'll do that next time, okay? Thanks a lot right. for stopping by, Ted.
1: Okay. Stay well, Joe.
0: Okay, thank you. I, I will try. <laughs> I don't want you to laugh at me again. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Appreciate Ted Poe coming on. He's got some time for some pop culture. Up. Yo. What's happening? So I don't know if you had seen that Al Roker was uh, in the hospital, and then he got not released not. on Thanksgiving, but then 24 hours later he was rushed back to the hospital. What's the matter with him? Uh he's dealing with blood blood clots in his legs, and I guess potentially his lungs. That sucks. Well, hopefully he'll be okay. That sucks. All right, Paul, appreciate you. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Carrie. See you tomorrow. Bye. This is The Joe Peg Show.